0: How are you on this beautiful day or evening, depending on when you're listening to this? Uh, for me, it's been a full day already. Uh, the time of this recording is uh, late morning. Um, I've been up already since the early hours. My kids just finished participating in a virtual swim meet, and, uh, and that was a lot of fun to, to see them swim again in the outdoor pools, everyone doing their social distancing thing. Uh, It was really great just to have some semblance of normalcy. But uh, the sun is out, the skies are clear, humidity is low, which is really great for uh, New Jersey. (laughs) Um, And so I'm loving it. I hope that wherever you are, you're able to capture a moment of beauty, even if it's just in an inhale you take right now, feeling that breath fill your body and nourish your body. And on the exhale, just let everything go. And that's got to feel good. Got to feel good. So, to start our episode, we're going to do our roulette of poems in The Gift by Hafez. And this poem is called Two Puddles Chatting. Two Puddles Chatting. It rained during the night, and two puddles formed in the dark and began chatting. One said, it is so nice to at last be upon this earth and to meet you as well, but what will happen when the brilliant sun comes and turns us back into spirit again? Dear ones, enjoy the night as much as you can. Why ever trouble your heart with flight when you have just arrived and your body is so full of warm desires? And look. So many meadows of soft hair are planted upon you. Why ever trouble yourself with God when he is so unjudging and kind, unless you are blessed and live near the circle of a perfect one? Hmm. The circle of a perfect one. And so I'm thinking the circle is the puddle. And we've got two puddles chatting, just having a nice little conversation in the dark. Um, and so for me, this poem is about being present. Um, if you if you want to take this poem into the context of our current times, the pandemic times, the social uprising times, it can feel like we are um, sitting in the dark. You know, maybe we're a couple puddles just talking amongst ourselves, trying to make sense of what's happening and wishing for light, wishing for... The end of whatever it is we're experiencing to come now because it's too painful, it's too anxiety ridden, it's too full of challenges that we really would rather not have, right? Um, and that often happens uh, when times are tough. We tend to focus on the future, we tend to think, all right, this too shall pass, right? And that, and that, you know, it's funny because that phrase keeps coming up. Um, when things are getting tough as the landscape of our country and the world keeps shifting um, infected cases and cases of infection um, are rising Uh, the debate over schools as far as like do the kids go back do they go back half the time you know is there a hybrid version you know all these things are happening and then with the uh, the protests that are continuing on for black lives matter for racial justice it's it's escalating into things that are um, really disturbing uh and so for those, those of you that that aren't really uh, aware right now there's um there's some random i i want to say kidnappings i guess of people off the streets um in portland but now i just saw this morning in new york city where there will be protesters, a van will come up, and they will take some random person, throw them in the van, and drive away. Uh, The reports that I've read in Portland is that people um, who have experienced these these takings um, are randomly returned, um, you know, just dumped off on the street somewhere, and they recount the experiences as being really traumatic. Uh, But when does the disappearance become permanent, you know, and we can't get to that point. Um, and so I know I'm getting a little off track with, uh, with this, but bear with me. Um, and so it's a, it's a matter of like, okay, we're going to get through this. This too shall pass is not the answer. That's a bypass. That's an opting out. And so the question is, how do we sit in this dark? How do we sit in it and then be present with it and then listen for Little nudges from within, for little whispers, or you know, this gut instinct that that calls you to take action while in the dark. Action that can either be large, you know, on the on the social scale, maybe calling your representatives, going out and protesting, um, you know, helping our essential workers, you know, all our healthcare professionals by providing you know food for them or Or whatever else they need Um, you know it could be actions like those huge things it could be something as small as you being still and taking care of yourself and being present and sending you know love and energy and not to sound too woo but this is a spiritual podcast but to send some good vibes out into the world Um, but thinking and asking I am here in the dark we are all here in the dark what can we do with it how can we be present with it how can we allow for whatever growth is happening how can we allow for that to evolve to have us grow um i'm thinking you know specifically about this moment in time and how people are choosing either to step up and to take these opportunities of difficulty to reach beyond their comfort level, to rise to the challenge. And then there are those who don't, who are in denial of what's happening, who are looking away. Um, And so everyone has a choice in how they want to manage this. But I invite you to at least sit with yourself for a moment and be curious about you're feeling for one for another what your response is to how you're feeling what to your circumstances you know your external circumstances as well as your internal ones Um, and it's just I feel that these these moments of dark and I want to say dark times but of just darkness are invitations for inquiry um, and for deep listening and so this is this is what I'm Inviting you to do today Is to take a little time away from whatever's going on in your life and It doesn't have to be long could be three to five minutes. You can set your timer on your phone for that and Check in with the breath, you know, just sit down Don't lie down because you'll fall asleep and then that defeats the purpose, but to sit in a hardback chair to sit on the floor uh, Making sure that your spine is straight and so that you can really feel yourself grounded in wherever you're sitting, but your crown is, is reaching up to the sky. And so trying to make some connection with the divine above, but while staying grounded on the earth. And then checking in and saying, okay, what's going on in me? What do I feel? How am I feeling? Why am I feeling? But not to go to the head for those answers answer from the heart and that's a little tougher because we are very much a mind-heavy society Um, but checking in with the breath that's always a good place to start as far as getting that heart to begin to speak to you and so just going back to the poem uh, I, I love this line of Dear ones, enjoy the night as much as you can You know, and some people are like, why do we want to enjoy the dark? Why do we want to enjoy the night? Because they're depending on your outlook, you know, everything is mindset, everything is framing How are you framing this experience? Enjoy the my- night as much as you can You know, it said that, and I'm sure a lot of you have seen this that you can't see the stars without the night So if you frame your experience of the dark or or nighttime in that way, perhaps it won't be something seen as scary or negative, but rather an invitation to be still and to look up and out. Um, I also think about how... a, a, A whole bunch of analogies and metaphors are coming to mind right now. And I think about how... A seed when a seed is planted you know it's planted in the earth in the dark and there's so much transformation that's happening below the surface that you and I don't see you know until much later when you've got that first green sprout popping out of the ground you're like oh my god that came from a tiny seed you know this summer I planted uh, some zucchini from seed and uh, it is crazy big right now I mean the leaves are like the size of a folding fan. The, the yellow blossoms, the yellow flowers open so big, I, I wanna say they're, I don't, they might be a little bit smaller than my hand, than my palm. And I'm waiting eagerly to see the fruit of this, of this plant. But to imagine that it came from a tiny seed that's probably the size of my thumbnail is amazing. Um, You know, you put the seed in the ground and all this transformation happens in the dark and in the quiet. And so if we look at the darkness in that way, if we look at how we are formed, how we are in darkness in a womb, right? It's dark in there, you know, Um, you don't, you don't see anything. You hear a lot of things but as you are forming in your mother's womb it's it's all darkness and so thinking of the darkness as a gestation period for your higher self to evolve into something even more brilliant than it already is feels exciting and so how think about or feel into how that shift in perspective And change your attitude towards what's going on in the world or what's just even going on in your house You know a lot of us are at home and maybe there's some Tensions of like, you know, I'm seeing you guys all the time day in day out whatever Um, (laughs) You know see if you can Understand like maybe your house is like a little womb a little pod of growth and you and everyone in your house might be growing together into into something brilliant who knows um but yeah so so these are these are some of the things that i'm i'm thinking about as uh as i look at the poem and the idea of two puddles chatting just cracks me up (laughs) uh but one of the things that i that i was reminded of as i'm talking now is this idea of kindness um This morning, after the swim meet, uh, I took the kiddos to get some donut treats as a congratulatory gesture for um, a race well swum, we'll say. And uh, and it was so it was so nice just to like you know go and go through the drive-through, order some some fun donuts, and I go to pay. And the guy at the drive-thru window says, oh, the person in the car in front of you just paid for your donuts. And I was like, what? And, you know, I've heard I've heard this um, this these random acts of kindness before. Uh, there's a local radio station here that used to promote it a lot. They called it the drive-thru difference where you pay for the person behind you in the drive-thru line. And so this person in front of us paid for our donuts, and that was so great. I was so pleasantly surprised it totally made my day Um, it was such a small gesture but it felt much bigger than that and um, and so the the cashier said you know random acts of kindness you know and if you wanted to maybe you wanted you might want to pay for the person behind you and I was like that's a great you know that's a great idea I was just thinking that Um, and so I did you know I passed it on I paid it forward I, I paid for the people Behind us and that felt really great and so I'm just thinking like these small things if you've got the right not the right I don't want to say right or wrong I don't want to judge but if you've got a perspective that feels empowering that feels lighter that feels like you are in charge that you are living up to your highest good That can spread not just in your perspective on life and how you are being in the world but also how you're acting in the world you know if you are you know down and frustrated and struggle 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 and you stay stuck there then what tends to happen is that more struggles come into your life you know yesterday uh, energetically I was feeling really low like not depressed, just meh, you know, that's, I love that word, you know, it's just, it captures everything. I'm not sure if there's a dictionary definition for it, but it was perfect to describe how I was feeling yesterday. It just felt like really sluggish, really unproductive, kind of aimless, asking myself, what is it that I'm doing again? Like, what, 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 what am I, what am I doing? Why am I here? You know, those kinds of, those kinds of moods where it felt like, well, I only have 30 minutes like what am I going to do with 30 minutes before my next meeting or whatever Um, so it felt very unproductive for me not that I need to be doing things but I think I had lost focus of what I wanted to complete yesterday Um, and it was a lot of like little things here and there where I just didn't feel like I actually completed anything Um, and that was really frustrating so I recognized that though I didn't stay stuck in it I didn't like get on the hamster wheel and and keep you know trying to get the gears going and like be like oh this sucks you know I can't I can't I can't it was more about all right I'm noticing this what do I do to shift it what do I do to change it what can I do and I I asked that question of myself and my intuition my heart said go take a nap (laughs) And my brain was like, are you kidding me? We just wasted a bunch of time. Like half the day is gone and you want to take a nap? Like, what are you crazy? And so the old me would totally ignore the the nap thing and just say, all right, we're going to push through. We're going to do whatever we can to get something accomplished off of our to-do list. You know, even if it hurts, (laughs) that sounds messed up if I say it now that I'm saying it out loud, right? so but the difference is that i'm not i'm not that person um sometimes i am sometimes i fall back into the old patterns but yesterday i said yeah you know i do have to take a nap so i went and to lie down i set uh, a timer uh not a timer an alarm i set an alarm for like a 20 minute nap and that was the perfect thing to do because 20 minutes was nothing compared to the entire day right So I took a nap, got some restful sleep, I felt great when I woke up. And even though it was later, it was practically dinner time, I was like, okay, I feel less meh, which is good, now what can I do with the time that's left in this day? What one thing, and I didn't say like what bazillion things on my to-do list, what one thing can I do today that will make me feel like I completed something? That I will feel like there's some level of satisfaction um, in how I spent my time yesterday. And so, <sighs> to be honest, I can't remember what it was that I did. <laughs> oh, I think I made, a, uh, I, made a, I made a little trailer for this writing retreat that I'm holding at the end of August. Um, and that felt great. I had fun doing it. I completed it. it felt, I felt satisfied. Um, and this and this was really useful for me because the day before I had just gotten a human design reading and I found out that satisfaction is my MO, pretty much. Uh, and so my strategy is to respond to things. I'm a generator. Now for those of you not familiar with human design, that is a whole another ball of wax, but it's so good. It is so informative. It helps you understand what you're your tendencies are what your blueprint is for living in this world um, in this lifetime on this planet so good and so I'm thinking about like my strategy is to create things as a generator in response to other things and so my response was okay I'm tired let's go take it. my response is, take a nap um, and so when that happened I felt satisfied you know uh, this writing retreat that I'm creating. Uh, I got some inquiries and then no like responses from those folks who inquired when I responded to them. They didn't say anything back. And I, and so my thought was, okay, they need a little more information. What can I do? I'm going to make a trailer. And so I made the trailer and then that was satisfying. And so I feel like, you know, I'm following these little signposts as far as, they show me what kinds of actions to take that will help me live in the flow of the life that has been, you know, divinely designed based on date of birth, time of, you know, birth and location on the planet and all these kinds of things. It's a little like getting your natal chart, um, done. But for those of you that don't know about it, I mean, go check it out. It's really cool. But the point is, um, I'm listening to my intuition I have shifted my mindset away from what it used to be away from staying stuck in struggle staying stuck in complaining staying stuck in frustration and remembering that I can choose to shift that into something else now I'm not saying ignore it okay you can be frustrated you can feel frustrated be like yes I'm frustrated and this sucks acknowledge it feel it move through it and then let it go some people they hang on to it and the reason behind that is because it gives them a sense of identity and purpose you know if in you know in the old days of myself if you're frustrated or a little talk about myself I'm frustrated I will hold on to it because that makes me feel like a whole person, if that makes sense, it's like I'm choosing to be frustrated. I'm so frustrated, and this is the way people can relate to me, and this and other because other people are frustrated, and so we can make a connection in our frustration, and we'll all be frustrated together, and it'll be great. And that's not really, <laughs> that's not really a fun way to exist, um, because frustration just creates more frustration, and then it becomes this big ball where you find yourself stuck in it, and you're like, ah, how do I climb out? Um, but what if you shifted that into being more proactive in getting out of it? So then you become an attractor for the other things. So in my frustration, I said, you know what? I'm, I'm done. I feel it. I see it. Hello frustration. I'll shake hands with you. And then I'll move out of it and then I'll move towards something that feels good for me. Like creating this trailer that I did on iMovie, which is so fun, by the way. So I created this level of fun and excitement. And as a result of that, the people around me could sense my energy and they got uplifted. Now, I'm not going to say they got excited, like, woo, let's have a party, but their energy level got raised up a notch. And so that was because I had shifted my energy. And there's this term in music called entrainment, right? And... It's it's the loudest note that's played, and every other note. Let's say in a symphony, in a symphony in an orchestra, the loudest note is the note that everybody tunes to. So the same for vibration, the highest vibration is the vibration that everyone else attunes to. So when one person raises their vibration, everyone else just naturally rises up to that, you know, depending on how strong that vibration is. So that's just a little trick I want to share with you. (laughs) Anyway, um, so yeah, so there's a few things here that, that, you know, we covered. It's sit and be okay being in the dark, to see it as a gestational place. A place for growth and discovery, a place for you to get quiet, to really listen in to what messages your heart is telling you. Because your heart, when you when you lead with the heart, everything falls into place. And you may not see that, you know, when I say everything falls into place, it's not everything falls into place according to your plan. Everything falls into place so that you can grow towards who you're meant to be, towards the path and the purpose you're meant to fulfill, otherwise known as dharma. And so that's one thing, right? So you you, you sit well in the darkness, knowing that there is light up ahead as you continue to evolve and grow. And then there is these a- random acts of kindness, which Help us grow. So if we want to use the, the seed as a continued metaphor throughout this episode, the seeds of kindness are the food and nourishment we receive from the earth. You know, we, we are in the earth, we explore, you know, our dirt home and we receive that energy. So receiving acts of kindness Will then encourage us to do, create our own acts of kindness. So for us, for me to receive that person's kindness that they paid for our donuts is almost like the earth's warmth, energy, nourishment, the rain, everything is feeding into me. And then I become grown, I bloom into a little sprout, right? So then it's me reaching my kindness out of the earth so that I can then maybe feed the birds or the chipmunks, or, you know, depending on what plant I am. Um, But then also to think about how my energy and my being can feed the entire planet. You know, as a plant, physiologically, yeah, maybe I can feed the deer, (laughs) the deer, oh, the deer and any other animal you know but then also the presence of myself as a plant vibrationally that feeds the trees that feeds the grass that feeds the people around it feeds the energy of the earth and so there's this cycle that goes around and around one feeding the other one nourishing the other and so even though these little stories I told you seem random they're all connected because it comes down to who are you being and how you're being affects everything around you it affects the people it affects the plants it affects the animals it affects you know moods and whatever everything and so I invite you to be more aware of to raise your awareness just a tiny bit and pay attention to the, the small actions you take, even in your household, you know? Like, how are you speaking to somebody? What's your tone of voice? What is your body like, you know? What are your, your gestures that you, you do with your body when you're talking? Do you move your hands around? Are you slouched over? Are you standing tall, you know? How do you interact with people on your video calls for example you know are you are you presenting yourself in a certain way are you wearing certain clothes just so you look good even though you're wearing pajama pants <laughs> you know uh, it's just it's just a, an invitation to create awareness and then see what happens if there is something you might be able to change and shift towards a higher vibration. Just experiment. Just play around with it. I mean, for me, it's, it's not about right or wrong, or, you know, do this so you can get that result. I mean, everyone's life experience is an experiment, because what works for one person doesn't always work for another. So try little things out, baby steps, you know, just say, all right, when I wake up in the morning, maybe I'll just say, thank you. I'm breathing. I'm a Or you can pay attention to how you interact with somebody that's in your home. You know, am I looking them in the eye? Am I looking away? Am I doing something while talking to them? Am I really listening when they're talking to me? Just notice and don't judge. Because it doesn't help to beat ourselves up or to judge anything that we do because More often than not, we're not aware that we're doing them, And that's why I encourage you to just create awareness around who you are being and how you are being. And then we'll go from there. All right, my friends? And so I think I've given you plenty to chew on this week. And so I want to read this poem by Lucille Clifton to close out the episode and this comes she's one of my favorite poets this comes from her collection called the book of light and the title of this poem is 1110 again some say the radiance around the body can be seen by eyes latticed against all light but the particular they say you can notice something rise from the houseboat of the body wearing the body's face and that you can feel the presence of a possible other Not mystical, they say, but human. Human to lift away from the arms that try to hold you as you did them. And brilliance magnified, circle beyond the ironwork encasing your human heart. Mm. And so, my friends, I wish you light. I wish you peace. I wish you moments of acute awareness. I invite you to examine the dark. I also examine, I mean, invite you to trust in the light and hold both together and on that note the divine light in me bows to the divine light in you until next time namaste are you craving connection and community are you also longing for some quiet time to go within you can do both at this special retreat for writers of color called Healing the Decolonized Voice. We must put our well being first by taking care of ourselves, soothing our hurts, and to do some self healing. Imagine being able to write from a place of healing instead of pain. Imagine releasing blocks and feeling the flow of writing moving like magic. You'll spend four days in the mountains with a small group of writers, receiving deep healing through a retreat that includes meditation and gentle yoga. Plus, you get your very own writing studio. In the evenings, we'll close each day with sacred healing circles around a bonfire. Come join me with an open mind and a soft heart. Registration deadline is August 15th. Space is extremely limited to allow for social distancing. Sign up today. Go to suriagion.com slash healing the decolonized voice for more information. Your healing work starts.